Won't it be wonderful when Black history and Native American history and Jewish history and all of U.S. history is taught from one book, just U.S. history? Maya Angelou. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King Jr. My humanity is bound up in yours, for we can only be human together. Desmond Tutu. Hey, welcome to Ani CC Talks About It. I'm Ani CC. Join me to hear about my crazy and not so crazy thoughts and stories. And I've even got some of those it wasn't funny then moments. We're going to laugh together. We might even cry together. Ani CC Talks About It starts now. Hey, Pod Fam. Happy New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. Hope you had an awesome Christmas and New Year's Eve celebration. Happy birthday to everyone who has had a birthday in January and in this month, February. Uh, Pisces season is on the horizon. Um, happy Valentine's Day or Single Awareness Day, whichever you are celebrating or celebrated, I should say, because they're both over right now. Um, I'm a little late getting back um, getting back in the game and getting back on track with my podcast. I had a break planned. I was going to take a break for the month of January because Lord knows December, November, December was crazy. Um, but I hadn't planned on being gone this long. So forgive me um, for being gone for so long, but I'm back and I made sure that I would try to get back on track before February ended. I know we're almost over, but I did want to share about um, Black History Month because February is Black History Month. And I wanted to talk about what it is and why do we have Black History Month? Every February, people in the United States celebrate the achievements of African-Americans. I personally feel like Black History Month is a great time for everyone to learn and understand that Black history is so much more than the enslavement of Black people in this country. Um, We have uh, contributed so much to the United States and to the world, period. I don't think, though, that I have ever known the full story behind Black History Month. And I I feel like I'm not the only one out there. If I was taught anything, I don't remember, like, the backstory. I don't think they ever taught us that in school. We just knew February was Black History Month and we were going to celebrate. So I found an article on the Historyville dot com website and the article and I'm going to try not to butcher this person's name. The article was written by Ayomedi Akimbode. Ayomedi Akimbode. Um, so the article states that in 1915, Carter Woodson, who was known as the father of Black history, and Minister Jesse Edward Moreland founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, now known as the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History. 
the group focused on researching the advancements made by black uh, by people of African descent. And in 1926, the group sponsored the first um, first Negro History Week. Woodson chose February for the Negro History Week as it coincided with the birth dates of President Abraham Lincoln, whose birthday is February 12th, and abolitionist Frederick Douglass, who is um, born on February 14th. Both men played a significant role in helping to end slavery. Also, February 1st is National Freedom Day in the United States. Um, It's the anniversary of the approval of the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery in 1865. In um, 1969, Black History Month was first proposed by Black educators and the Black United Students at at Kent State University. The next year, the first celebration of Black History Month took place from January 2nd to February 28th, 1970. Wow. By 1976, the event was being celebrated all across the United States in educational institutions, centers of Black culture and community centers. Um, The same year, President Gerald Ford recognized and officially designated February as Black History Month in the United States during the celebration of the nation's bicentennial. I know for a fact I never learned the backstory of Black History Month. If I did in my old age, I must have forgotten, but I I feel like I've never learned the backstory. I also learned that other countries have joined in um, the joined the United States in celebrating Black people and their contribution to history and culture, including Canada. And Canada's Black History Month falls with ours in February. And uh, the UK, the Netherlands, and Ireland celebrate Black History in October. Um, I may have to celebrate with them in October. Uh, I had no idea, though, that Black history was celebrated in other countries. Um, I wanted to know more about Carter G. Woodson. Um, So I went searching, and according to NAACP.org, Carter G. Woodson was born in 1875 to parents who were former slaves. He was largely self-taught and mastered common school subjects by the age of 17. He entered high school at the age of 20, and he completed his diploma in less than two years. He worked as a teacher, a school principal, before obtaining the bachelor's degree in literature from Berea College in Kentucky. After graduating from college, he became a school supervisor in the Philippines and later traveled throughout Europe and Asia. He earned his master's degree from the University of Chicago. Yay, University of Chicago! Um, he became the second Black American after W.E.B. Du Bois to obtain to obtain, sorry, a to obtain a PhD from Harvard University. He later became the dean of the College of Arts and Sciences at Howard University. After being barred from attending American Historical Association conferences, despite being a dues-paying member, uh, 
He believed that the white-dominated historical profession had little interest in Black history. He saw African-American contributions overlooked, ignored, and even suppressed by the writers of history textbooks and the teachers who used them. Now, I, too, don't think there is enough in the textbooks still about the contributions of Black people in the world, let alone in the U.S., Um, As mentioned earlier, he founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, also known as ASALH. And in January 1916, he started the Scholarly Journal of Negro History. It publishes original articles and books, uh, book reviews on the African-American experience from its earliest phases to the more recent past. It is still published to this day, um, but it is published under the name The Journal of African American History. Um, The name changed back in 2002. It's published quarterly on behalf of ASALH by the University of Chicago Press. I am going to have to look... um, more into that and find out like how I can get a copy of one of the journals and see what all is in there. Um, When I was looking through this, I saw the last one was published the fall of last year, like in November, something like that. So um, I'm going to have to go check it out and see how I can get the copy of that. Anyway, um, I was looking for ideas on um, what to do to celebrate or how you and your family can celebrate Black History Month at home. Um, the Great Body Shop was, has a list of suggestions for how to celebrate Black History Month at home. And you all are probably wondering what the Great Body Shop is. The Great Body Shop is a... Um, a pre-K through eighth grade nationally recognized comprehensive health education resource, and it's published through the Children's Health Market. Anyway, um, the Great Body Shop has a list of suggestions for how to celebrate Black History Month at your home. Um, One of them is read books, and they have an article by Delisha Mitchell, And um, the article is called Children's Books to Celebrate Black Culture. The ones that spoke to me, um, Your Name is a Song by Jamila Tompkins Bigelow. And this book means a lot to me because so many people shorten their names for the ease and comfort of people who struggle to say our names. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. They need to learn how to say the name the person has. And that's for any child, not just a black child, it's for any culture. Learn how to say the person's name. Don't have them um, shortening their name to make you feel comfortable. Learn how to pronounce their name. I love it at my job. I get to see names from all different cultures and I always try to sound them out. But I always, if I'm having a difficulty, I always ask the person, how do you say your name? And they tell me, and the next time I see them, I can say their name. And you will be amazed how it makes a person feel when you say their name. And thank you, or excuse me, so-and-so, can you help me, or whatever. But as a child, 
say the child's name. You know, um, I know someone, um, his name is Jabriel, and he calls himself Jabri to make everybody else feel comfortable because people were having a hard time saying his name. And I'm like, no, say your name and have people say your name. Make them learn how to say your name. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Shout out to Jabriel. Uh, Black is a Rainbow Color by Angela Joy, and it's illustrated by Ikua Holmes. Um, Bedtime Bonnet by Nancy Red, and it's illustrated by Nanika Myers. Reminds me of the bedtime rituals I had as an adult and as a child um, when I used to have hair as well as when my daughter was little and I used to do her hair and I would tie it up in a stocking cap and a scarf and all of this stuff so I wouldn't have to do her hair in the morning. You know, you're getting ready for school. The last thing I want to do is have to do your hair. So if I did it the night before and I tied it up, then it was nice and fresh for the next morning. (laughs) Um, But we we didn't have a bonnet. And I don't know if a bonnet would have stayed on her head. Um, I don't know how, I guess there's some really good bonnets because I see little girls uh, sleeping around with bonnets all the time. And I'm like, how is that bonnet staying on their head? But it, that book reminds me, and I haven't read any of these books. I've just um, looked at them and, and got the synopsis of what they're about. But they remind me of certain parts of my life with my kids. And um, another book that I thought was nice is called Crown, an Ode to the Fresh Cut. And this book is by Derek Barnes. And it's illustrated by Gordon C. James. And it reminds me of my when my sons were younger and the whole process of cutting their hair. And now my oldest son cuts his own hair. Um, But I just remember cutting their hair when they were younger and they would come home and say, oh, my friends were asking me what barbershop I go to to get my hair cut. And I was like, I don't go to the barbershop. My mom cuts my hair. Oh, man, can your mom cut my hair? No, she only cuts our hair. And the same thing when I was doing my daughter's hair, doing braids and stuff for her hair. The people would say, who does your hair? She would say, my mom. And they would say, ask your mom if she would do my hair. And she's like, no, she only does our hair at home. You know, same thing with myself. As an adult, I was doing my own hair, and people would ask me where I was going to get my hair done. I'm like, I do it myself. And I think I only did mostly family and close friends' hair. Didn't stretch out outside of that because I'm not a professional hair hair stylist or a hair braid technician or whatever you call it. Um, but anyway, I want these books for myself. Um, I might have to put them on my um, on my Amazon birthday wish list. And no, I am not kidding. Um, one of the other suggestions was dance to music, and. To me, this is a chance to educate yourself and educate your young ones about black musicians. You can hit all kinds of eras and genres of music. Um, We are there. And you can go from ragtime to jazz, blues, R&B, gospel, rap, pop, funky rock, um, soul, hip-hop. Apparently... Spotify has a playlist celebrating Black History Month um, uh, with its top musicians, it says. And uh, that's the name of the the playlist, Celebrating Black History Month with Top Musicians. And Apple Music 
has a playlist and it's called For Us By Us. Apparently that's a playlist. These are playlists I didn't even know existed. Um, um, but that the playlist from Apple For Us By Us is a regular. And forgive me, young people out there who already know, I didn't know. Um, so don't come for me. And then one of the other suggestions was cook and eat together, try out some African-American style recipes. Um, the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute has some heart-healthy home cooking, African-American style downloadable recipes that you can try. No, I have not tried them, but um, there was a link on the website, on the Great Body website, the Great Body Shop, on their website on how to get to these downloadable recipes. And I might have to try a few. I haven't looked at them, um, but I'm going to go out there and check them out. Um, learn about African-American achievements by exploring black heroes and scientists. And um, I, I just want to talk about there's some people I had no idea about. And uh, one of them is Bessie Coleman. She was the first African-American woman to obtain an international pilot's license. Um, there's a quote from her that says, the air is the only place free from prejudice. And, I mean, let's talk about the ladies that we all found out about, uh, the African-American women who worked for NASA, Mary Jackson, Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, who were um, the, the main characters, the main featured characters for the movie Hidden Figures. Um, I think I may have to watch that movie this week. And that blew my mind, finding out about that. And I'm thinking, like, hello, why didn't we learn about that in school? Huh. I mean, we learned about the same people all the time in school. We did not learn about all these other people. And I'm still mad about these ladies from Hidden Figures. Come on. Um, when my children were younger, though, we purchased this book called 1001 Things Everyone should know about African American history. And no, I have not read the entire book. Um, and who knows, maybe if I had, I would have learned about some of these people that I'm talking about right now. Now I need to go get a new copy of the book because I don't know if I still have it. Um, we've moved a lot over the years and it's, we've had stuff in storage and I know I gave away a whole bunch of books to the local library when I moved and I'm not sure if I kept that book or not. I probably did. I'm going to have to go look, but I primarily bought it for my kids, but you know what? Every adult needs to have this book in their house too, because there's just a lot of stuff we don't know, Right. Some other books to read or to give to children in your life, and I will probably put these on my birthday list as well. 101 Black Inventors and Their Inventions and another 101 Black Inventors and Their Inventions basically is book one and two. Um, I will make sure to have these books on hand for my grandloves because they need to know. Um, everybody needs to know. And I'm saying these books aren't just for um, Black folks to know about the things that we've contributed to, but this is for everybody to know about the contributions we've made because we seem to only be known for being slaves here in the world 
or great musicians or great dancers or great athletes. We are so much more than that. And I think we need to know that. And we need to make sure everybody else knows that. Um, and I think that's all I have to say about that. I hope you all had the opportunity to go out in your community and be a part of some of the celebrations that may have taken place in your community um, for Black History Month. I know I have not had the opportunity. I didn't even really look, and I feel bad about that. Um, but I need to get into doing that. I just have not had the energy to do anything, really. Um, so, yeah, learn about the contributions of African-American people to this country and to this world. There's a lot. Um, there's so many things out there. So much stuff, so, so, so much stuff that we just don't know and we're not learning and they're not teaching in the school. So that was one of the reasons why my ex-husband and I bought that book for our children. The 1001 Things Everyone Should Know About African-American History is because we felt like the schools were lacking in what they were teaching. Um, and so we wanted to make sure our children knew. And so we gravitated a lot to that kind of information to share with our kids. And in the process of doing so, we learned a lot of stuff ourselves. Um, and I'm going to go back and find that book because I know I probably still have it. Um, anyway, I keep saying that's all I got, but for real, that's all I got. And um, hopefully I won't be taking another break anytime soon and I can keep on track with my podcast. I think I said it before, Pisces season is here. And you know what that means because I'm a Pisces. Um, so I'm going to leave you guys with that. Bye. Thank you all for joining me. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and be sure to leave a rating or review.